Have you ever been faced with an issue and thought the Bible to be too outdated to have an answer? Welcome to Yenga's Corner Podcast, empowering women of all ages through God's Word. You'll be amazed how together we'll apply biblical truths to any issue in our daily living. Stay tuned. I'm Yenga Dinsil. Hello, beautiful friends. Uh, welcome to today's episode. Uh, today we'll be talking about prayer. You know, praying in Jesus' name specifically. And uh, what does that mean? Most of the time, I mean, it seems like it's a tagline at the end of our prayers or even uh, a closing out statement, you know, it's uh, or maybe like a magic formula, making sure that, uh, you know, you use Jesus' name at the end of your prayer. And so we want to really dive in to see what does that really mean? Growing up as a child, um, I received the Lord at a very young age of nine years old. So I quickly learned praying in Jesus' name. And I remember <laughs> uh, sometimes I would catch myself when people were praying with different closing out statements, like they'll pray maybe in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I'll be so dubious of that prayer. I'll be like, hmm, I don't know whether this prayer is going to be hitting destination because it's not in the right format. So um, maybe some of you have been uh, in the same uh, position or maybe you you fully don't understand what it means praying in Jesus' name. We'll see what the Word of God says uh, because this recommendation, this um, uh, command was actually given by Jesus himself and it's found in John chapter 14 verse 13 to 14 where it says whatever you ask in my name I will do it so that the father may be glorified in the son if you ask me anything in my name I will do it wow that is powerful what a promise it's it almost seems like a carte blanche, you know, like almost like a blank check. You just fill whatever amount you want. I'm going to do it. And so many times this verse has been misapplied. But I want to draw attention to a key part here in the second part of this verse uh, 13, uh, because he tells us why he will do it. It seems as if like God says, like, ask me anything and I'm going to do it, you know. And that will be like, ooh, I, I can actually get whatever I want. So we can go, our list is going to be like longer and longer, you know, because we say, hey, everything that we ask, it's going to be done. But the second part is what I want us to draw attention to. He says why he's going to do it. Jesus does not leave that to our conclusion, but he explains why he's going to do everything anything that we ask he says so that my father may be glorified so that the father may be glorified in the son that means whatever it is that i ask i have to make sure that it's for the glory of the father so when i'm going to god in with my requests i'm basically asking myself i have to filter my request and ask myself is what I'm asking for going to glorify the Father or is it to glorify myself? Bottom line is, what are my motives for asking for whatever it is that I'm asking for? How am I standing with God when it is in this ask? You know, because people 
Sometimes they ask for selfish things. They want their lives to be changed so that people can look at them and say, Whoa, you're really blessed, brother. You're really blessed, sister. But is that giving God the glory? Or is it for our own pride, for our own selfish ambitions? So putting Jesus, saying that we are praying in Jesus' name, asking in Jesus' name, we are basically focusing our prayers around Jesus and his needs, making sure that whatever it is that I'm asking for, it is in alignment with the will of the Father. And that's what John actually helps us to understand in uh, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Um, he says, uh, verse, uh, verse 14 and verse 15, he says, um, Now this is the confidence we have before him. Whenever we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, Whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked him for. Wow. Again, that condition is there. That making sure that whatever it is that we are asking for is according to his will. So we're not going to go with the crazy request. Say, you know what, Father, this person has done me this, this, this. I want you to take him out. God is able to do that. But is he going to do it? No. Because it's not according to his will. So we want to make sure that whatever it is that we are asking for, it is according to his will. And then the second point is to understand why are we asking in Jesus' name? Because of the position that he plays. He is our high priest. He is our intercessor. Who is an intercessor? An intercessor is somebody who pleads the case of somebody else. It's somebody who prays on behalf of somebody else. So that means when we bring our prayers to uh, to Jesus in Jesus' name, he takes them to the Father. He represents us to the Father. And that's what uh, the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25, it tells us his role. He says, therefore, he is always able to save those who come to God through him since he always leaves to intercede for them. Can you imagine? That is his purpose. He leaves to intercede for you and I. You know, sometimes we might have friends that are going through a hard time and we're like, oh, I'll pray for you. And as soon as you hang up, you forget because we are human. But here it's not a figurative uh, speech. It's actually what he does, he says he leaves interceding for us. So that is the reason why our prayers go to, the, to, uh, to Jesus and he presents them to the Father. So he pleads for our case. When my kids were young, they were super smart. So they knew, they figured us, us very quickly. That mommy is the softies or whatever it is that they want, that they know their dad is going to say no to. They'll come to me. They wanted me to go and intercede on their behalf. So they'll go, please, mommy, can you tell daddy this, 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 you know? And obviously, I'll have to take a look at it. I'm like, you know, your dad is going to say no to that. And they say, yeah, that's why we are asking you to go ask him, <laughs> you know? But I couldn't take that request. And I'll tell them, you, you go yourselves. Because I know it wasn't according to their dad's will. That is going to say no. So by me asking for it, is as if I'm vouching for something that is already not according 
to dad's will. And it's the same way as we come with our request to God. As we come to Jesus and pray and say in Jesus' name, we are telling him to go and vouch those requests to his father. So he has to look at them and say, do these requests glorify my father or not? Because if they don't, he's not going to present them. He's not going to take them before the father because God sees our hearts and our motives. So he sees deep down what are our motives. Even if you say, oh, I want to win the lottery this year. Father, I'm going to be able to support your work, blah, blah, blah. He knows inside it is what you're saying with your lips is contrary to what you, your motives are. I know what you want to do with that money. So God is not going to answer that prayer. So friends, we have to be sure that we keep Jesus in focus of our prayers. And because when we do that, it helps us keep us away from selfish desires. We'll be filtering everything through Jesus' lens. We'll be filtering our prayers to make sure are they according to the will of the Father or not. And if they're not, we will not even present them to God. We will not even we will not even give them to Jesus so he can present them to the Father because ourselves will know that they're not in the will of the Father. You may ask yourself, Yenga, how do I know then that what I'm praying for is in the will of the Father? He has revealed his will through his word. You know, by studying the Bible, we discover God's will for our lives, for our, our destiny, our purpose. And that is how it's going to help us to pray according to the will of the Father. And sometimes he just saves us from our own foolishness by basically not answering those prayers that are not according to his will. And that's when we get frustrated. You know, we are asking ourselves, why isn't my prayer being answered? You know, I've asked for for this for so long. I've been praying about it. I've been fasting about it. No. When that happens, check your motives. You know, check your motives. And James gives us an indication of this. He says in James chapter 4, verse 3, he says, You ask and don't receive because you ask with the wrong motives, so that you may spend it on your evil desires. Hmm. Does that hit home? I know it does for myself. There are times I've asked for things and it's for my own personal motives. It's for my own selfish motives. And guess what? God just said no. It didn't happen. <laughs> and I'm, and I thank God that he saved me from my own foolishness because he knew it wasn't right for me. So the next time God is not answering your prayer, ask yourself, am I in the right motive in asking this? So instead of raging about God, you know, and, uh, and questioning God's uh, character and God's ability to do what you're asking him for, we need to check our motives. And so friends, the result of a Christ-empowered prayer is that the person's joy may be full. Jesus himself says this in John chapter 16, verse 24. He tells us this because he wants us our joy to be complete. In verse 24, he says, Until now you have asked for nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive so that your joy may be complete. You see, the disciples had not asked until then because Jesus was right there with them. Everything they needed, he tended to it. But soon he was going to leave them. And he says, ask in my name. 
so that your joy may be complete. You see, when it's a Christ-empowered prayer that is being asked according to the will of the Father, and then when that prayer comes to fruition, wow, you just feel your joy is complete. There's nothing as beautiful as having an answered prayer because it was in the will of the Father. So friends, I hope this has been a blessing to you. Keep praying in Jesus' name, according to his will, so that it can give glory to God the Father. So remember, why pray in Jesus' name? What does that mean? It means that I'm pre- my prayers are according to God's will and not just my desires and my, you know, my passions. And secondly, it's recognizing the authority of Jesus because he conquered everything. He was the sacrifice on the cross and that's why he became our high priest that is living just to intercede for us before the Father. And lastly, so that our joy may be complete. So he has so much pleasure to really answer our prayers so that our joy may be complete, so that our joy may be full. But he's not going to answer just any prayer that we make so that we can be happy. No, he will make sure that it's a prayer that is according to his will. Because his will, in the end, is going to make you more uh, complete than him answering your will. Our will always puts us in trouble, always puts us, you know, astray. But when we pray according to his will, all our joy is going to be complete. So I hope this has been a blessing to you. If it has, please do share it with others. And if you haven't subscribed, please do so that you can be part of the, uh, the mailing list for future episodes. And remember, to be able to pray in Jesus' name, you have to have a relationship first with him. If you don't have it, that will be the first step. Accepting him in your life as your Lord and Savior. Then it gives you the right to ask in his name. For those, all those who call to him, he has the ability to save. And he has given us that opportunity to be able to ask anything in his name. And he will answer us. Until next time, guys, have a blessed day. Stay blessed.